The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Buried, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. Welcome in to Talking Cowboys here on this Thursday morning as we are getting set for week four of the NFL season. And as always, it's Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos, the official chip and the official dip of the Dallas Cowboys. Glad you're with us here over the next 40 minutes or so, alongside Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Hello. Rob Phillips. Hi. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Hi. Is that going to be our like new thing is whenever I say it? Hi. Hello. Yeah, How's it going? Guessing. Not going to be my thing, but that's cool. Everybody doing okay, though? I'm great. Yeah. yeah. Getting set? Isaiah, you wake up at like 5 a.m. every day. Four. I don't know how you... Okay, 4. <laughs> Would have been like I don't one. know how you do this. Yeah, Y'all going to respect my fat rupsy court, too, oh. that starts at 5 in the morning, man. So, wow, you're waking up at 5, So two? you're up at 4, too. Yeah. So come on with it. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. I do respect that more than anything, honestly. We are the early show on DallasCowboys.com, but, t- but these well, guys don't think it's early. How, how do you guys do? I mean, y'all look like y'all just left the club. Why y'all didn't tell me about it? The club? I don't dress up to go to the club. I haven't been in the club in club 15 in a long years. Time. I'm just saying, I Pete, did. look I at you. You, it, you got so. the cufflinks in your pocket. I know. I mean, look, That's look a very, at this guy. Hey, I, I, I want to know the thread count on that shirt. I don't, it's pretty I, darn high. It's pretty darn high. Uh-huh. It, it was a gift. The painting oh, was a gift, Todd. Shoot. <laughs> I'm taking it with me. Can't hide money. Uh-huh. Hey, exactly hey, right back there, BZ. In all honesty, man, we're just trying to keep up with you. No, no, don't do that. For the first time this year, can we, can, we, can we drop this down somewhere? For the first time this year, Heckman has worn the same watch two days in a row. Whoa. Ooh. Goodness gracious. I'm just saying. Have we started this? Have we seen a double up? I don't think so. I don't believe so either. No. He, I, I imagine <laughs> just walking into his household and it's just watch on just watch on watch. Watch on watch on watch. Yeah. So so what you're seeing right Underneath now. Underneath that are the shoes. Wow. So yeah. at the end of the day, what happens is before I go to bed, I check my steps and it's always somewhere around the 9,800. I'm doing everything to get those 10,000 steps. So I'm not switching watches, so, dog. This so. thing is going to percolate at some point in the day and I want to be a part of it. So heck, when you allow yourself to go to bed 200 steps short of your goal? See, I swear to God, it is. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't runs the gym. That's why I, I mean, yeah. it's about motivation. <laughs> oh, goodness. I love that. A little bit You're of like motivation. my wife. Walk to the corner. <laughs> exactly. Run around a bit. You go get, yeah, get around the street and come back. All right. Well, we've, we're having some fun here on Talking Cowboys. Trayvon Dix has had some fun over the last yes, month, sir. wouldn't you say? Some news coming down that he has been named the NFC Defensive Player of the Month. One of the big news lines uh, coming out today. And there's a, yeah, there you go. A little applause for Trayvon Diggs. Uh, Goodness, he has taken the league by storm. I mean, we have talked about it already on this this program. But, Rob, I mean, it's been a while since uh, NFC Defensive Player of the Month has been employed by the Dallas Cowboys. But Trayvon Diggs, very deserving. Absolutely. I mean, if you tie your rookie total in interceptions in three (laughs) games, you're doing something right. And the Cowboys are 2-1 and in large part because of that turnover differential. Best in the league, plus five, 
league-leading eight takeaways, and Trayvon Diggs has been a huge part of that. So uh, he he's on. I, we're going to talk about him later in the show, I believe. But he's he's yeah. on the upswing, no doubt. And I'm sure he wishes he could play against Jalen Hurts every week. So, the, 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 especially the pick six. That, I mean, he's just – especially those quarterbacks that telegraph their throws, he's just too good to do that too. And um, you talk about guys that have taken the leap in their second year – He's done that, and, and I'm just so impressed with the way that he's playing, the way that he's breaking on balls. I mean, and Dan Quinn is, is getting a lot of praise, rightfully so, from just recognizing the guys that he has and, and putting these guys in position uh, to actually be successful. And, look, for me as a, as, a, as a former defensive guy, I am used to a defense hunting and offense. The NFL has changed so much now that offenses are hunting the defense. And I, I love to see that paradigm shift uh, with our with our defense because they are coming after teams, and I just can't wait to see what the game plan is for the Panthers because I believe we go, we're going to come out there. Mm-hmm. I, asked, I, I agree. I asked Jordan Lewis about Trayvon yesterday, and he said, well, he dropped seven interceptions last year. So, yeah, he should be doing this. I don't know if he dropped seven. but he's, he's, Did he say that? He did. I mean, just, just I like that. Crap. But, like, he did say that in training camp. Like, I got my hands on a number of balls and did not come up with them. And he is so he said far. 13. I think he said he got his hands on 13 balls in training – or, excuse me, last year as a rookie, but he said this in training camp. And he was like, that means I should have 13 more interceptions. And everybody kind of giggled and laughed at it. But it's like, oh, every time he gets a pick, you think about that quote. Basically, Jordan's point was he was in position to make plays last year. He oh, was a no ball doubt. hawk last year. He gave up some big plays, but he, he can. this is not necessarily new. He's just finishing plays. Yeah, he's been very good. He's the first Defensive Player of the Month award for the Cowboys uh, since Demarcus Lawrence in September of 2017. And then before that, it was linebacker Sean Lee, October of 2013 and September of 2011. Those are the last three times wow. the Cowboys have had the honor. So if you're talking about company over the last decade for the Dallas Cowboys, that's pretty good company to be in. Okay, Carolina Panthers on the docket, 3-0 and coming up this Sunday afternoon. Matt Rule and company in his second year. Uh, out in Carolina, and they've had quite the turnaround so far. Sam Darnold, that quarterback today, we're previewing the Cowboys' defense led by Trayvon Diggs against that Carolina offense that has to deal with no Christian McCaffrey. So, Isaiah, what weapons, what problems do the or does the, the Carolina offense bring to the table come Sunday? Um, I don't think it's one particular person. Um, I'm when I look at the Carolina Panthers, I look at their approach holistically. Their their offense and the way in which they they attack is multifaceted. They, they, they'll they'll run at you. They'll go 21 personnel. They'll go 12 personnel. They'll go 13 personnel. Uh, they'll go 11 personnel. They'll empty out the backfield. They mix it up. Uh, it really reminds me of kind of Kellen Moore's approach um, mm. to this season, to be honest with you, minus the fact that we actually use, they uh, Carolina uses a fullback. Um, so it's really not one person that you have to be worried about. And, I, and that's, that's a good thing, but it's a bad thing as well. Um, it's the same reason why teams can't key on one particular guy when we're, when we're facing them offensively. Um, we can't key on one guy for them. Obviously, they're losing, they, they lost their, their number one guy. But that almost forces them to use everybody now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everybody used to key in on uh, on, um, on Christian McCaffrey, but now he's out temporarily. So now you got Hubbard in the backfield. Now you got you know their their plethora of tight ends that they have. Uh, they have DJ Moore. They got Robbie Anderson. You know that you can't sleep on. You know, so 
they got some dudes, man. They got some dudes. And, um, you know, I'm, I think that we need to approach this and say, hey, our guys versus your guys, head up. We're not trying to take out one particular guy or one particular facet of what you do. We just have to be prepared for, be prepared for everything because they're going to throw everything at us. I love when we have these conversations off camera and, and you kind of feed me with some information. Yesterday you said that about Joe Brady's offense and Kellen Moore's being similar. And I couldn't wait to get home to look at the, the tape. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is very similar. And it's that college style. And people that don't recognize the name, uh, the offensive coordinator for the Panthers was also the offensive coordinator for LSU. And during their national championship run. And do you talk about that offense, when it's clicking, it is unstoppable. And I just think the things that they do with their tight ends are also very interesting. And we're going to have, and we had a question yesterday from, from a caller that asked us about covering the tight ends. And there's going to be a challenge in this game um, to get those tight ends covered. But, I'm again, I, my, my whole thing is, guys, what – do the Panthers do without Christian McCaffrey? And I know for us, if we, we're facing a team where we're looking at tape and we're keying in on this guy, who else are they going to have? I don't know if Hubbard can replace no. as, a, as a back you know, what McCaffrey does, but you're absolutely right when you talk about the wide receivers and especially Robbie Anderson and his ability to Go. take the top yeah. off of a defense. How are we going to approach that? I'm looking at Sam Darnold first, and it's only three games in, but he looks like he's having a renaissance. Mm-hmm. He needed to get out of New York. He needed to get away from the Jets situation. Robbie Anderson did last year and had a career season, 93 catches. And it's you know we're looking at what Matt Stafford's doing in L.A. and, and to maybe a little bit of a smaller scale, it's what Sam Darnold's doing in Carolina. Get out of a losing situation. Get your confidence back, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be around some better personnel. And it's reflected in the stats. His yards per, temp, per attempt are up. His yards per completion are up. Um, he's only got one interception so far. And that's one of the best things they do is they don't turn the ball over. Yeah. So I just see, you know, they've got a number one overall draft pick at quarterback who's playing the best ball of his career with an offensive coordinator who can really do some good things schematically. And uh, it's showing up in the first game, even though they don't have their best player this week. <clears throat> Sam Darnold is only 24 years old. Do you believe that? He's a number one overall pick, and he's 24. I mean, you talk about a renaissance. I mean, he's been in the league for four years, but it, yeah. it's, it's... It feels like 10 in yeah. New York with the struggles that they had. Exactly. So yeah. he, he could be a very formidable quarterback by the time he he is really getting going in Carolina, and maybe he already is getting going, and that's why they've they've looked so strong. But kind of to, to go along with what you guys said, Matt Rule said yesterday... Obviously, you can't replace the production of Christian McCaffrey, but those other players, they've been waiting for their opportunity. Who knows what they can do when given that opportunity? And he he doesn't think it's fair to Sam Darnold and to the offensive line to go away from what they've been doing. We've been working on it for a long time. So that, to me, tells me that they're going to stick with a lot of the same deal and trying to run Chubba Hubbard, the rookie out of Oklahoma State, just as much as they would try and utilize... Uh, a Christian McCaffrey. Now, huge step down. Not Christian McCaffrey, but they have a similar skill set if you look at what they can do well. Yeah, so this is the thing. So everybody looks at Christian McCaffrey and thinks that he's just the godsend. And he's a freaking amazing. He is freaking amazing. <laughs> let's not make no mistake about it. But let's not act as if this offense was unproductive um, when he's not on the field. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. It's not like 
you throw a swing route that would have got minus one yards and all of a sudden McCaffrey turns it into 10. It's like, no, this is this is a play that probably would have got six yards and McCaffrey turns it into 10 or 12, right? But these, these chains are still moving, right? McCaffrey has the big playability. He has the ability to break tackles. He has the ability to, to, to squig, you know, squiggle out of a couple of things. But offensively, they're still productive. <laughs> so I don't want people to be fooled and think, oh, McCaffrey's gone. That means, yeah, we're about to, we're about to run off and get on their head. No, no, no. You still have to stop the offense. You just don't have to worry about the running back now all of a sudden making some miraculous plays that mm-hmm. we've seen on highlight reels you know, from, from, from the past years. Yeah, I think the, for, for me, seeing Hubbard, because we live here in Texas, Big 12, that's all we see. So Oklahoma State is always on the tube. Mm-hmm. And you, you've seen him, man. He's a tough inside runner, guy that has good hands. But you're right. There's no – McCaffrey is just – his DNA is completely different from a lot of running backs in this league. But I want to go back to something that you said um, about Sam Darnold and the renaissance of his career being in Carolina – and look, man, they've played the Jets, they've played the Texans, and they played a divisional game against the Saints that have, hadn't been home in a month, right? And missing five of their assistant coaches in the time that they played. I'm not trying to downplay it. It's early. It's early, is what I'm saying. And I think Sam Donald still has some of those tendencies that we've seen, man. He, You know, when you get pressure on him, he starts to do the Macarena and burp the baby, you know? Mm-hmm. And and next thing you know, he's he'll turn it over. And I think the defense that we have, we have the kind of hunters up front that we can get after him, you know, immediately. And so that's the number one thing that I want to see Dan Quinn establish is pressure on Sam Donald. You, you believe that? or go, go for No, it. I totally – I agree with you there, although just watching him in some of these games so far, he, he will step up in the pocket and make a throw and rip it down the field and just – he looks like a, just a more confident quarterback. Now, you're right. It's, it's early and – Cowboys have shown they can get some pressure, so it'll be interesting. But I do agree. I think they've got – Hubbard looks good. Yeah, I mean, I, when he came in the second half, he averaged five yards a carry, had three catches at, for 27. That's kind of, you know, helped supplement some of what McCaffrey does out of the backfield. So they can still – They're productive. You know, yeah, they can still spread it around. But uh, three weeks in, you're right. And, Yay, and, but I think But I think <laughs> – Burp the baby. Huh? He burped the baby. <laughs> I do think uh, they're using that – as a little bit of a chip too, because I think Rule addressed that. Like, yeah, the fact that they, oh, they haven't played anybody yet. Well, they're about yeah. to play somebody I mean, they now. Have, they, they, have two, somebody. they have two chips. As an offensive coordinator, you come into this game with two chips on your shoulder. You come in with a chip on your shoulder that you're not. You can't do anything without your number one player. So mm-hmm. you take that on as offensive coordinator. It's like, oh, okay. You know, I'm about to I'm about to kill him more than get in my bag to show that we got some other dogs around here. So that's why I said it's, it's a good thing that he's gone for you know, against us, but it's also a bad thing because now you're going to see some stuff that you probably wouldn't have seen that the offensive coordinator is going to go, oh, okay, let me. Plus, you don't really know what's this, coming either. Take this out since you know, y'all think we can't do nothing. <laughs> All right, this is what we're about to do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you have the aspect of um, – uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, but as far as what you just mentioned, as far as that they haven't played anybody, I was like, oh, okay, so you, so y'all think we can't play, and y'all think that we that we can't do anything without McCaffrey? All right, I got some for you. Right, I got some, any competitor is gonna take that approach. Mm-hmm. Any competitor, any true competitor is gonna take that approach. Like, All right, you trying to play me sideways? Okay, I got some for you. Let's you, you see. know, come on, <laughs> come on, you already know, Let's, you already know. Somebody tell you that you can't ball. No, oh yeah, but I understand that. And the thing is, I guess the, the whole point for me is, if the Cowboys were three and zero, and we played the, uh, a rookie, two two rookie quarterbacks, the first time starters, and you know, one, it, it wouldn't be. Oh, these guys are undefeated. Mm-hmm. You would start looking at 
who they played. It's like Absolutely. a boxing record. It's like <laughs> yeah. going up in weight, that kind yeah. of thing. And I'm not calling these teams tomato tomato cans because the parody in the NFL is real, and that's why when you say, hey. oh, y'all was supposed to win that. It's like, hey. it's like the, <laughs> that's it's like, why I say that. It's like that's the Paul brothers in boxing. I get it. I, yeah, you, you, you match them up and you give them credit based upon who they who they face. But at the same time, People, I just want people to acknowledge the fact that this is a good ball. This is a good ball club. Yeah. No, this is a good ball club, and they have players. Yep. They have some dudes, and just because their schedule, it's no different than like Boise State back in the day. People used to try to write off Boise State because of the conference they were in, but and say that oh, you know, these boys can't play. They haven't played anybody, you and then they go happened. and they play somebody, and then they whoop on their head. And you yeah. know what happened? They'll yeah. storm the field and tear your goalposts down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's and that's what that and that, and I agree with yeah. you. And the thing that makes me nervous about the the matchup literally is the fact that just the record of teams playing on Monday night, playing teams that played previously mm-hmm. in the Thursday night. I think the record is 21 and 25 yeah. or something like that. And I won't call this a trap game because they're three and zero, so you yeah. can't call it a trap nope. game. Uh, but I will say, but I will say that you're right. You know, this is one of those situations where, because of the short schedule to to play on Sunday, we have to come prepared and, and be ready for whatever they do yeah. at 12 o'clock. One of the biggest reasons there's a buzz around this Cowboys team is because of the teams that they've beaten. I mean, not maybe not the Eagles, but of course the Chargers and what they were able to do against the Chiefs. The Panthers don't have that yet because of, like you said, maybe their biggest win was the the blowout win over New Orleans. And New Orleans is still trying to find their footing under Jameis Winston at the same time. But to your point of, of production after Christian McCaffrey, the Panthers against the Texans on Thursday night scored 17 of their 24 points without Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. They only had a touchdown going into halftime, and they came out with 17 after that. But Man, I, you've got me excited. I, I, you guys just talking about this, thinking about the duel of the offensive coordinators. Man, two young offensive coordinators, up-and-comers, geniuses, if you wanted to call it that, at, at modern-day offensive minds. Joe Brady and Kellen Moore, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, and, pe- and people forget that that's a competition, too. People forget <laughs> that coaches— each other? Heck, yeah, yeah. People always think of that because you watch the players. Right, you watch the players, and we bring up Kellen Moore, we bring up Dan Quinn, right? But people think about them as individuals. They don't think of them as competitors. These coaches are competitive as all get out. You guys, you remember these are no, these, are, these are ex players that go up there, and now all of a sudden they're in their bag drawing up stuff, trying to figure out what they can do to gain an advantage over their opponent because they're having a battle. They're in a booth, you know. what I'm saying, looking a couple booths down, there's a guy that's that's over there trying to go against what they're doing, and it's head to head. It's head-to-head. Now, their players are executing what they're putting out there, right? But when you're playing Madden, guess what, Rappi? If you go out there and you pick cover two, I'm about to eat it up, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to eat it up. I've and guess what? And if, and if yeah. I, yeah, and if I, <laughs> yeah. And if I eat it up, guess what you're going to do? You're going to change it up. You're going to come with something McNasty. Yep. Right now, you're going to pick the play that you think gains you the advantage, but you're expecting your players to carry it out. I like that a lot. There's a battle going on within the battle back and forth, and the Cowboys are going to have a battle on Sunday. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, let's play a game of this, or excuse me, take it or leave it is what I'm calling it. Take it or leave it. I'm going to ask you some questions, including is Trayvon Diggs an elite cornerback in the NFL? When we come back on more Talking Cowboys. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. 
you deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay. You've heard the Jason Witness join the Caliber Collision team. If you want to join him and do great work with great people for great pay, apply now at jobs.caliber, excuse me, jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at caliber.com. Second segment here of Talking Cowboys presented by Tostitos. Heckma Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, I'm Kyle Yeoman celebrating, well, We've got a fun matchup on the docket, and the Cowboys also have the NFC Defensive Player of the Month, third player in team history with those uh, accolades, and it's Trayvon Diggs. So I've got some questions for you. Okay. This is three questions. It is take it or leave it, which take it means you agree, leave it means you disagree. I'm going to start with Mr. Defensive Player of the Month, Trayvon Diggs. This statement is Trayvon Diggs is a top 10 corner in the NFL right this moment. Heckman, do you agree? Take it. Take it, baby. Why? He's showing you. He's doing everything that an elite corner would do. He's following the number one corners. I mean, you don't relegate that responsibility to a guy that you don't think is has the talent, and he's paying you back by getting those turnovers. So if he continues on this trajectory, I mean, we're, we're, we're talking uh, a pretty seat – a pretty serious season mm-hmm. uh, for the second-year player. Isaiah? I can't say that right now. I'm going to have to leave it. Okay. I think he's on a great trajectory, but I can't say he's top 10 right now. I can't, I can't make that statement. Why is that? we got some really good cornerbacks in this league. Sure. Some really good dudes in this league. Um, I think that he's a, a very effective corner right now. Um, I think when you start talking about top 10, I think you start talking about guys that shut down corners. Like you start Alexander about, in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Guys that have a larger sample Gilmore. size. Gilmore. Gilmore. That's top five. Yeah. But then when you go six, seven, eight. Xavier Howard. That's top five. That's top I'm five. just here. I'm just. I mean, keep it, going. Okay, is Byron, White. Is Byron Denzel Jones Ward. I would say he, Byron's Marcus top Peters. Team. You know, obviously he's hurt now. Sherm. No, nah, dog, you got to stop. stop. You got to stop. Sherm's back. You got to no, stop. stop. You got to back. back out. He's not a top you gotta 10 back. He's not a top 10 corner. You got to back that out, though. Don't even. Not today. Not no, today. Not right this second. There's no I'm just, I'm just way. Names I'm just going down a list. But you gave right. him that again. I'm going down a so list. I got a list from PFF in July. Okay. Top outside corners in the league. Love it. 
Richard Sherman, it was a free agent at the time, checked in at number 11. There's no way. This is PFF. There's no way. We love PFF. Do we? <laughs> we do. reference them every once in a while, but I don't know if I love them. Uh, some other guy. I mean, we mentioned the other guys. That, you know, but is Trayvon in that top 10? Before the season, probably no, not. No, Mar- Marcus right? Peters checked in at 10. And I, that is, in terms of getting the ball and takeaways, that's a that's a comp like that that's a comparison I think yeah there's there's some there's some dudes in this league there's some dudes you know Byron Jones is at fourteen Byron Jones didn't have a what was his career high here in takeaways like I think you have he to factor like that one in. one or two interceptions yeah total. oh but we love Malcolm Butler oh, and, and, no he was really good Janoris Jenkins he was really good and they didn't resign him and I thought that you was asked a mistake me that, at the time right now the the trajectory that he's on the way that he's playing I'm taking it are you taking it or leaving it P I'm taking it actually okay come on with it um at at the moment I mean it's a small sample size sure. and that's part, three and, weeks yes that's what I'm asking hey defensive player of the month baby how do you how do you <laughs> not give it? he's he's not in the top 32. Uh, Casey Hayward Jr. is number 32 according to PFF from July. That's yeah, that's before the season though. So yeah, <laughs> keep that in mind. I don't want Cowboys fans sending emails to Pro Football Focus about their July list on on Trayvon Diggs. I would take it as well. I think he at the moment is a top 10 corner in the league because you're mentioning he's not locked down. He's not a shutdown mm-hmm. corner. I think he proved against Tampa Bay that he is a top or he's a, a shutdown corner. I know Keenan Allen got his fill, but that's okay. I mean, even top corners in the league mm-hmm. will give up a game here and mm-hmm. there against the top 10 arguably wide receiver in the NFL. That's exactly what Allen is as well, and then he comes out and he does the same thing last week against and walked the dog on him. Young teams and had a pick six. He he's a really good player. No, I'm not don't think that I don't think he's a really good player. I just I can't call him top 10. That's okay. That's it. That's fair. That's Consistency, you want to keep seeing. It, I right? have to see. I got to see it. I mean, right. I know everybody keeps saying right now. I think right now, if you have, if there was an opportunity to, to, if you put all the cornerbacks in the league on the table and said, hey, who are you going to pay a bunch of money to? I don't think that he's in that he's top ten. I think he will be by the. He, end I think the he. I think he has potential to be. Yeah, he's on the right trajectory. Yeah. All right. What is this Cowboys defense real? Yes. Take it or leave it. Take it or, or excuse me, run defense. I meant to say run in front of that. Cowboys run defense real. I get, I, I'm glad you said take it initially. <laughs> but I meant to ask run defense. Those are the odds that my mom would give me from the kitchen. Where I just knew I feel, I feel like I just it was got, over. I, like I just got set up. I, like I, was, I was bamboozled. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I jumped the gun. He was like, ah, uh, let me change that contract. <laughs> <laughs> got to even have white out. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> run defense is what it is. Take it or leave it. <laughs> run D. Rob, do you want to go first? What was the question again? Run defense. <laughs> is it real? Are you buying it right now? You buying the run defense? Are you taking the run defense? Or you think it's just a short sample size and it hasn't That's such a loaded reared question. its ugly head? Yes, it is. Gotcha. I'm not. I'm not buying it yet, but I'm not. I'm, I'm not leaving it either. Okay. Is that is that a terrible I, cop out answer? Yeah, I, I, a I just. Bit, I just think it's okay. I, I guess I say leave because I, I. It's a small sample size. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be better than they were last year. I don't know yeah. how you couldn't be better than yeah. you were last year, but they've only opponents have only rushed against them 45 times. Yeah. By comparison, the Cowboys have rushed 90 times. And how many yards in 45 rushes? 211. To 11. 4.7 average, which is pretty good. But decent. Through three weeks, they've played two elite quarterbacks. Right. 
And Philly was so behind, they rushed 12 times in the game. So it's a very small sample size. But I do like what they've done up front, no question about it. It's in my shopping cart. (laughs) It's on your Amazon cart? Getting ready to buy it's in my shopping cart. Hey, come on now. You put something in your shopping cart before, and then you say, yeah. before, before you push the, the checkout button, you said, let me go do a little bit more research. Let me think about it. I'm, I'm, a re- I'm a technology guy. I'm a techie. Right? So I'll throw something in the bag, but I need to go back and do all the analysis. I need to go back and, and cross-compare. I need to do price checks. I need to do you know scour the internet, watch some, some YouTube videos, and make sure that what I'm grabbing is the right thing and that there's not nothing new coming out. So it's like on eBay. You can either buy now or you can click the add to cart button. Exactly. And it's, keep, it's, in my, it's in my cart. And then okay. you get an email the next day saying, hey, you left something. There's even like a there's even like a save for later list you yeah, can exactly. put on. Yeah, exactly. It's on my Christmas list. What about you, Heckma? You know what? This is one of those leave it situations. And the reason why is I'm going to go back to uh, – P's worth that he's using this morning, sample size. (laughs) I think on first downs, and we saw versus the Eagles, they had some gash runs. I mean, they started the the game with a 20-some-odd-yard run. So I think that we're correcting it. I I just don't want to claim it yet. Um, And especially what we did against Leonard Fournette, I I love that. But, you know, I think Tampa also went away from from the run just as well as we did. So I'm really waiting to see that matchup where we have to face a running back that's going to continue to grind it out just like we do. And I think we're capable. I think you see the improvements on the front front line, but I just don't want to jump out the cake just yet on the take it. And the thing is, your offense is so much better this year that that can mitigate the run for the other team. I mean, if you keep building up leads with Dak Prescott in this offense, you're going to force teams to get away from that at some point. You know, first half, uh, you can be more balanced. Second half, like we saw last week, catch up. it goes out the window. So that, that, that can help your run defense just by uh, what the scoreboard says. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I would say leave it right now. But there's kind of along the same lines. There's a really good chance to buy it, or excuse me, take it. <laughs> I'm mixing up my own game. Um, it's in your shopping cart. It is in my shopping cart okay. because I think once they get back in healthy, I think it is fixed. I think it is a complete turnaround in terms of the run defense that you saw from a year ago. Right now, you're trying to stay afloat with the run defense with all those guys missing up front. Carlos Watkins, uh, Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill. I mean, you're trying to figure it Tank. all out. Tank. Yeah, goodness. Dorrance Armstrong, Black Bradley and I last week, <laughs> Keona Neal. So I think you have to try, try and keep the boat afloat, and you were going to have a massive test this week. You don't have Christian McCaffrey, but I think Chubba Hubbard's going to have a good game. I think he's going to get his fill it. in terms of yards, so should be interesting. Okay, next question. This Carolina team offensively, with their weapons on the outside, is the fourth most talented offense that the Cowboys have faced so far this season. Take it or leave it. What you going to put in the shopping cart this time? We only huh? have four games. Exactly. <laughs> That's the point. It's the fourth most talented? Yeah, it's the least talented the Cowboys have faced so far. False. So leave it. Leave it. Why is that? This team is, this offense is more talented than what we faced last week. Than the Eagles? Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, they have more weapons. They have more weapons, and um, their attack is different than what the Eagles' attack is. Mm-hmm. So um, they they are they come at you from all different angles versus the Eagles. You kind of know how they can beat you. You really don't know how Carolina can beat you. 
Carolina can beat you in a lot of different ways. If if you if you allow them to, they can they can establish a run. They can make you get eight men in the box. They hit you over the head with a play action once you start. To, if you commit to that, or they'll just spread you out. They'll go four four or five wides, or really not four or five wides. They'll go five. Uh, they'll go empty backfield with two tight ends out there, and they'll drop a guy back there to block. Like there's there's so many different things that they do, um, and I think that they're more their approach is more team oriented versus individual oriented. Okay, I like that answer, Rob. Yeah, I think it, they're number three on the list. You know, I think they've faced two top 10 quarterbacks already, so it's hard to put them in front of that. But, yeah, I mean, Darnold is dealing right now. I mean, he's 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 been more productive than Jalen Hurts, and the, the wide receivers they have are as good as – I mean, really almost as good as what they face so far in terms of their, their talent mm-hmm. level. And they did trade away one tight end, Dan Arnold, for that C.J. Henderson trade. Yep. But, you know, still have Ian Thomas, and they like Tommy Tremble. So it's a pretty balanced group. Overall, even without Christian McCaffrey in there, I'd, I'd put them at number three. Okay. It, let, it lets you know how good they feel about their tight end room. To trade away a guy yeah. like Dan Arnold? Yeah. yeah. Now, Tommy Tremel is showing his, his worth. I mean, I think he had a carry versus Houston. That's mm-hmm. the way they feel about his athleticism. But, you know, look, man, if I sit here and, and listen to you guys long enough, especially Isaiah, man, you every week we're, we're – we're, you know, we're going up against the biggest test ever. And I don't I don't think Sam Donald is that business. You know, I think that offensively he's had some success versus some opponents that couldn't get anything going. And I think just like I, like you were just saying, P, that sometimes an, a good offense can can help your defense. Well, they haven't faced any good offenses at all, and the defenses have not been getting any help from them. So, look, I, I don't want to put them in the same categories uh, offensively. I can't as the, the Chargers are no. uh, Tampa. But just relating to your question, yeah, I'm going to have to leave it on that. But I just don't think that this is as talented as a, as a team as we're trying to make them out to be. So you still put them ahead of the Eagles is what you're I saying. do, yeah. You have to. I mean, because Sirianni couldn't even get no. plays together. He, illegal man down. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Let's I think, get this right. <laughs> I think if the Eagles were to have a quarterback, I would put them ahead of Carolina. But Jalen Hurts proved again that he's not he's not there yet. Because they may get it's there. Just, it's, it's, not, it's not personnel for me. I really see. That's the thing, though. What is, is it? I then? like the personnel. If it's not personnel, what I is like it? their speed the on the outside. Too. I like the yeah. Eagles personnel a lot. The I mean, I like the Eagles personnel, but I'm saying like it's not. And when everybody thinks about football, everybody think they think about just the straight up matchups. That's not the whole game. Sure, it's not the whole game. It's not at all. These guys have talent. Of course, they have talent. Every team does, right? These guys have weapons on the outside that can hurt you if you allow them to. Mm-hmm. They also have weapons on the inside at tight end that can hurt you if you allow them to. You can say the right? same thing last week about the Eagles. Well, they got. Mm, I wasn't. I, I mean, yeah, you can. You can say Jaylen that. But, but again, but, Watkins, but, but to, the, but to, that, to that point, the offensive coordinator though is the game changer. I agree. I agree. So I agree that's what I'm saying. It. It's not just about personnel, right? So yes, yes the Eagles have some had some guys that can hurt you if you allow them to, but. It all was dependent on Hertz's ability to get out and throw the ball over your head. Mm-hmm. These guys are patient, but I, the last week I said Eagles weren't patient, right? And that showed. That showed they were right. they had they, they had great drives, and then all of a sudden they oh let's take a shot interception. Yeah. Okay, so they're not patient. A Brown got an interception. Diggs got an interception. This team's patient, and this team has not only the personnel, but they have the offensive coordinator to spread this thing around. And they were finding the holes and all that. So, these, yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Their approach, the coaching is different. Our personnel is different substantially on our defensive side of the ball. But what's the biggest difference? Our coordinator. Right? So people need to understand the power of offensive and defensive coordinators as well as special teams coordinators. Right? And their impact on the game. Their ability to take the talent that you have and put them in positions to be successful really can change the game. Why is Sam Darnold doing – why is he balling here but he wasn't balling up there? 
Is it just because he didn't have no guys around him all of a sudden? No, every team has has some has some dudes. But if your offensive coordinator doesn't, doesn't the Jets, I understand that. But if your offensive coordinator doesn't put you in posi- position to be successful, you're going to suck. No, but I subscribe to the theory of schemes make players, and 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 I've I've heard you say that before, and I agree. Mm-hmm. I, but I believe like for our defense facing them, it, it just feel like our base defense and what we do can best theirs as far as their scheme is concerned. And that's where Dan Quinn comes in, is simplifying the scheme. And you have a – anytime you could play from a base – and going back to Seattle, Seattle would play in a base. They come out every game and they play zone. But you'd have the best of what we do – on our base level, and teams couldn't do it, mm-hmm. right? So teams know right now 62% playing man-to-man. We go, Obviously, we're going to start. We're going to play some man. I think from the front line on, that's where they're in trouble. So all of the talk about, you know, what Sam Darnold is going to do and not, DJ. Yeah, now, I'm not talking yeah, about you. Yeah. I'm just saying in general what Sam Darnold is mm-hmm. going to do, DJ Moore and these guys is taking the top off the offense. I just think our base is going to best what they do. Heck's tired of hearing about Sam Darnold. I am. Yeah. I don't like him. I, I, and I haven't brought Sam Darnold up not one time. I'm not. I'm He's not worried about Sam Darnold. I'm. I'm. I'm worried about the dog on OC. That's what I'm worried about. And well, he so, so the helmet then. I'm, I'm just he got he's he's talking into the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> he got, got all the way to his, what the 22nd mark. The voice of God. Yeah. In the so I mean, helmets. It's going to be a battle. I, it's yeah. going to be a hell. Of, I, I am looking forward to this game more than I was looking forward to the Tampa game. And we rank wow. we rank them three right in terms of their offense. What the Cowboys have seen so far, I'm not I'm not <laughs> gassing them up that much. But I and I do think every team's going to run into this. If the Cowboys are relatively healthy on offense, can you really match what they can do? And and yeah. I there are very few teams on this schedule that right now Absolutely. that I look at and say this is like going to be a, a fight to see who can yeah. get to 30, 35 points. Yep. And I don't I don't think Carolina is one of those teams, but I think they are a team you got to watch out for, especially if you turn the ball over and if you can't you can't take the ball away from them because they have that has not happened yet. You know, if you get into one of these efficient games, it, it's going to be a close game because their defense, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Yep. But maybe the after Tampa Mm-hmm. toughest challenge that they're going to face in this early season? I, I would agree with that conversation. And, yeah, we'll talk about that tomorrow. But when we come back here on the other side of the break, can the Cowboys' front four get pressure on Sam Darnold, even with a couple missing pieces, right after this? Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like, where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day, where we are all defined by one single thing, the star, where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? 
Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor. Let's get it. Isaiah, stand back on Talking Cowboys. Tell me. Oh, I love the cheesy wipe after you it's like done, that? too. From, from <laughs> I like that. That was, that was the PowerPoint. I like yep. it. The PowerPoint circle. We it. need to get the star wipe that's yeah. even more cheesy. You <laughs> star wipe it out of there. Hey, can, can I, have a, I have a request? What's the request, Isaiah? Can we have a projected score this week when we, when we decide to... Say who you know are say who who was going to win the game. Oh, tomorrow on yeah, say it with your chest Friday. Tomorrow's Friday. Wow. You know what? It is. Isn't that crazy? It came fast, didn't it? Yeah, it popped up real fast. Tomorrow, say it with your chest Friday. Say it with your chest. Friday. You know what? And, and, and you have to pay your freaking rent tomorrow. Yeah, mortgage. that's also true. Jesus. Don't don't remind me. We have an announcement to make about say it with your chest Friday. Hmm. Uh oh. Heckma knows this. What? Chris Beam knows it because it was Chris uh. Beam's idea. So, so Rob P and I just left out. Huh? Yeah, yeah, you guys wow. got left out I'm for the sorry. first time in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. So, as a part of our prediction segments tomorrow on Talking Cowboys and Say It With Your Chest Friday, the fans will get a say. We will have a caller come in and participate from every week of the rest of the season in our pick'ems. I like them. So we're going to throw out our games. I like it. We'll have at least six games a week, five non-Cowboys, one Cowboys game, and we'll have our four picks. And starting tomorrow, we'll have the fans. I like it. As have a representative every single week along the way. I love that. And then we're going to have the fans as a part of the standings as well. And we'll have competitions between each of the fans on win percentage throughout the year. So it's like college game day kind of. A little bit. But our guest picker is going to be a caller. And you'll be live on the air with us. So get ready tomorrow. Have the number ready. Pretty much the first caller that's back there, Chris, is going to answer the phone. That's that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, first one in there, pop, get it. But he's going to clear the phone lines before the segment. It, mm-hmm. You can't call in at 8.45 and expect to be on there. You're, he's going to clear the lines, and then right at that last segment, he's going to pick up the phone. Whoever that caller is is going to be our guest picker for it's the like, week. It's like concert tickets. Yeah, a little bit. Be the first. Sure. We're going to roll screenless. Rolling screenless. <laughs> there you go. That's one way to do it. But yeah, so that's an, an exciting lo- new aspect to I it. I love that. Yeah, I, I love like that. It. And yeah. I and I wish there are a few guys that come in on every show yeah. that I wish would call in. Like this, my hype guy, I can't think of his name, but all, every podcast this guy is on. Love him. Love his comments underneath all the, But I want him to call in and do his own picks. Yeah. And I'm sure at some point he probably will, because he's probably listening right now. Of course. I'm just saying. Clear the lines for him. Yeah, clear the lines. Everybody. So once again, tomorrow, our third segment, 
Of course, we go live at uh, 9 a.m. Central Time every day. Call in at the last segment. You might have to watch a little bit because it kind of differs time-wise. But, hey, you can be a part of our Pick'em segment. So there's our quick announcement. All I like right. It. What was that? I like that. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. I so like it a lot. A lot, a lot. We'll, uh, we'll update the standings as well uh, tomorrow with that, too. So really quickly, rapid fire, Cowboys need to get pressure on Sam Darnold. Isaiah, you've talked about it throughout the week. Of you need that front four to build pressure, even yeah. without guys like Watkins up front, without Dorrance Armstrong, of course, without Demarcus Lawrence. Still, how do they do that, and can they do that against the Carolina front? The way in which Carolina attacks you is very difficult to get home to them until they empty out the backfield, and they want to empty out the backfield. Um, they like to go eleven personnel and detach the tight end, which makes it look like four wides. And they still have protection back there in the form of a running back. Um, but as soon as you go back and watch the film, as soon as they actually empty out the backfield, they are very vulnerable. I would, I mean, I wonder. I actually wish I need to go back and and do the percentages and do the math on how many times they get sacked or pressured when there's only five man protection. Hmm. When they go five man, which they will get home because that's when they struggle. When they have another guy, a tight end back there, a running back, they have help. And they, they'll, they'll still get the ball off. But as soon as they empty it out, freaking you should be on high alert. You should be happy feet. Okay, straight penguin toes tapping, ready to go to go get that quarterback. Yeah, penguin toes tapping. Penguin toes is good. <laughs> it was a nice imagery there. <laughs> and they do try to push the ball down the field. I mean, I mentioned earlier, Darnold is at 8.3 yards per attempt. He's trying to push the ball down the field. Um we we know we talked about yesterday. Cam Irving is their left tackle. Mm-hmm. There was some pressure from the right side by Houston last week as well. So we'll see. I'm I'm curious to see. Oh, Moden's a good tackle, but I'm curious to see what they do with Micah Parsons once again. And we're going to talk about this every single week. Yep. I think at least until Tank comes back. Um, Dan Quinn had mentioned on Tuesday, you know, the matchups with the quarterbacks the last two weeks. Mobile quarterbacks, uh, obviously, Hertz and, and Herbert to some extent played into that. How much of it is injuries, though? How much because they're hurting up front? How much of it is is the matchup? We'll see. Um, he, he's awfully good at it, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him do more of it. No, Dan Quinn has been good uh, with this defense and, and keeping these guys on the hunt, and I expect him to, to take the same approach. Unleash your dogs. It makes hunting so much easier. <laughs> easier, and, and, you know, use that bazooka when you need to. Continue to get, get this pressure because I think all of the turnovers and everything that we love so much about this defense come from what these guys are doing up front, but also get off the field on third down. Yep. Get off the field. Don't allow this offense to get any confidence to have these slow, methodical drives, which the Panthers would benefit from um, get off the field on third down you know and, and you know I think Isaiah is, is he makes some really great points about this offense and, and how potent they are I just feel like with the weapons that we have on defense it's going to be it's going to be tough sledding for them especially if we get home like you said and if our intention is to get home we got to get there can't miss can't miss it Cowboys Carolina Panthers Sunday that'll be a matchup but tomorrow we'll preview Flipping the sides of the ball, it's the Cowboys offense with the Carolina defense, and it's say it with your chest Friday. Carolina defense currently ranks first in yards allowed per game, rushing yards allowed per game, and passing yards allowed per game. They're number one, not number two or three or four, number one in each of those three categories. So Styles make fights. Let's see. Yeah, wait, this is going to be a Fat. These guys, both both sides of the ball, they're going to be flying around in terms mm-hmm. of it's going to be a, it's going to be a very competitive, great game to watch. I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Sure. Like I said, even like I said, even more so than a Tampa game. 
Can I go ahead? Tampa go- was like, can we compete with those guys because they're so good? This is more like this is two highly competitive teams Test. going at it. You know, this is freaking LeBron and Jordan in their heyday. No, two, I'm LeBron just saying, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about two guys that are just just dog competitors. You know what I'm saying? That be going at it, and who's gonna come out on top? I can't wait to see what your pick gonna be tomorrow. Mm. 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 You like how I leave you just hanging like? I know you dangled <laughs> me over the head. I was like, all right, where's he going? Where's all he right, going? that's gonna do it for us. You're on talking Cowboys for Heckman Harrison, Isaiah Stanback, Rob Phillips, and Chris Beam. In the back, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the SWBC studios. We'll see you tomorrow on Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!